Yep. <laughs> I hit record just because you said yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome back to TVI. Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean here. Hi, everyone. We're back. I'm back from a little uh, sort of jaunt down Queensland into uh, New South Wales. Spent four days sort of off the grid in Byron Bay. It was lovely. Um, but now I'm back in Melbourne. Trying to work out how to get back to the UK. Uh, do you know, when do you are you know, coming back? Well, we're meant to be flying back on June the 19th. But our flights are via Doha. And that we were waiting to find out what the current travel restrictions are because they keep changing them. Like, and they announced a new ones the other day. And Doha is on the red list, which means basically you we can't can, transit there. We can, but then we'd have to do hotel quarantine in London, which is like you know I, I don't think we've got another hotel quarantine in us. So we're trying to work out in a minute how to transfer somewhere else or delay it a bit until things clear up. What would up. happen if you um, blagged the quarantine and just ducked? Oh, but you don't have to do the hotel to. quarantine. Can't you just go home? No, no. If you're on, It's a red list country. You've got to do the hotel quarantine. You, you're not allowed ah. into the country without having it booked. You've got to show them. And the them. price of the hotel is included. Like, it you is have to three pay and a half thousand pounds for 10 days. Okay. So, yeah. So, like, basically, we can't do that. So we're trying to work out how to... We're either going to try and change They're our fucking clients. making some coins out of that, isn't they? Three and a half grand for 10 yeah, days yeah. in a hotel. Well, I, I, I suppose... Uh, they've got to pay for... 300 pounds a night. And also they've got to pay for security and everything, isn't it? To stop people getting out. You know, uh, and you get and you get, you get get free meals a day provided and all that. So there's any, <laughs> They've got snipers on the roof. Got to give all the cleaners tasers. <laughs> and a hazmat The guy suits. in the lift. <laughs> um so yeah there is like we're, we're basically with yeah we might be able to transfer somewhere that's not on the red list and be able to just like do it at home if you basically you can do it if you come through an amber country then you just go, can go home isolate and then you get a test after two days and it's because in doha you were supposed to change planes yeah 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 because sometimes they just stop and refuel and you're on the same plane. Yeah, right? yeah. But in that, because it's such a long journey, you have to get off the plane for two hours. So uh, it's... Um, give everyone COVID. Yeah, you get off the plane Pick and catch COVID. COVID. at the duty free. <laughs> Jump back in. And obviously, because it's a, Doha is a massive transit airport, so I think that's why it's on the red list. So I mean, COVID's over now. Like 40 million have been vaccinated. Like, in the UK, yeah. But I suppose they're just... They're, they're, I think they're worried about, you know, sort of getting some new variant and bringing it in that the vaccines don't work for in it so i get it but i think it does mean that our journey back is now in question so we'll uh we'll work it out in it it'll work out well yeah or even worst case scenario we just extend it a month or so and see if things clear up they're announcing more they're announcing changes on 7th of june so we'll know then what in the doha next- or in, no, in, in the UK. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So. Because everything's opening up uh, Monday. Well, not everything, but like saunas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The main ones stuff. that people are waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Just big one. London protests open yeah. saunas. <laughs> All the anti-maskers next, just sit, running around. Sitting there. in between two guys in towels uncomfortably. <laughs> All the pandemic crews saying, fuck, I can't go to a sauna, mate. <laughs> Get in the sauna, shit. What is this, Nazi Germany? <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so yeah, it ho- yeah, hopefully we'll be back late June, but it might be delayed slightly. But anyway, um, that we got a new episode for everyone today. We caught up with Esther Manito, who's been on before, hasn't she? Yeah, yeah, she has. This is her second, a returnee. Um, she did do one. Uh, she's done. This is her third. Because she's done one in real, oh, she's done one in real life, one on Zoom, hasn't she? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it's her oh, th- maybe yeah, second or third. Oh, she, no. I don't know if she's done one on Zoom. I don't know. We've done one hundred and twelve episodes. Don't know. We don't need to get caught on these details. <laughs> I mean, we should, how can we after that many episodes? How can we know off the top of our head how many people, how many times people have appeared? Um, but she's very funny. She's a very funny comedian. She does podcasts. She's just, just find her on social media. She's very funny. We chat serial killers. Serial spiders. killers, spiders, um, creeps, um, and more. And uh, and that's it. So Fun times. Kick back. Relax. Enjoy. And sign Relax. up to Patreon if you want to watch loads of old extra episodes and... Patreon.com slash we are TVI. Um, and I'll also name the comic that Esther talks about. <laughs> and it's you as that police car comes and picks you up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Enjoy the episode, everyone. Bye. recording welcome back to tvi episode 112 carl donnelly here julian (laughs) and guest esther manito just criticized my pronunciation of 112 (laughs) don't know what i had to say one one two one one two it's yeah i mean there is i have i have gone for an unconventional uh like a bingo caller what um 112 (laughs) That's what I should have said, 112. Yeah. Have you ever had this argument with um, uh, mates about how to pronounce different bus numbers? Because me and my, like, no. there was a, me and my mate Rich used to have a funny running joke. We heard, we basically, we heard somebody refer to the 44 bus, which is a bus that runs between two in Broadway and I can't remember where it ends up, Battersea or something. And uh, we heard somebody refer to it as the 4-4. And we were like, come on, mate, you can't just fuck in. You've got to say the full number, 44, please. Just come, can't just come in here and drop that. Well, yeah, well I mean, so if like, someone said, how old are you? You wouldn't go, I'm 4-4. I mean, no, I'd say 3-4. Julian would lie and say two totally <laughs> unrelated like, numbers. Yeah, I'd no. say 21, baby. But weirdly, is <laughs> God, the just baby ignore that. <laughs> The creepy version. <laughs> it is the word baby. Yeah, baby. I think baby in the wrong hands is the creepiest word a man can yeah. say. In the right hands, it's so sweet. <laughs> oh god. So, oh god. Everything. What we've learned, yeah. what we've learned is your hands are not the right hand. <laughs> um, yeah, a bus. I, I used to refer to there's a the two six four bus from two into Croydon. Everyone referred to it as a two six four, but it should have been two hundred and sixty four. Now I've got a real complex. That's a long no, but that's it's quite long. long. Two six four is shorter long. to say. Right. So if it's three digits, hang on. So that confirms that one one two was all right. No, because it was just the way you said it. You were like, "Welcome to episode one, one, one two. two. It was a little bit like you know when you're listening to an automated message, and they're like, and they're like, "You received a call from yes. one seven nine. Yeah, yeah. That that's what made me chuckle. I, I regret saying it now. That on if I'm honest mail. with you, it's like, like you know the number. 
yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Why are they telling you the number? I don't know. You received a call from, well, I don't know. Just say, like, look at your missed calls. <laughs> Let's see again. Let's make them more Mate, passive that, that aggressive be, than they already are. <laughs> that should be that should be the um, yeah that should be the message. You yeah. had a missed call from. Check your missed calls, you lazy prick. <laughs> you you fucking knob. I'll answer your phone next time. <laughs> you rude bastard. Um, anyway, welcome back to okay, the episode. Um, slight delay again on this week's. I've just been. I'm in Australia still. That's um, that's listeners know this. Um, but I managed to. I managed to sneak away for a little cheeky. I mean, it's, it sounds like I'm on holiday already. I'm not. Went I'm just, to a little holiday to London for a well, week. No, we decamped. See here. the sights. But, but no, we we went on a little holiday to um, uh, Queen. Or not? We were, we were in Queensland. We went down to Byron Bay for four days. Have either of you ever How been to Byron that? Bay? Never been to no. Australia. Oh, Byron Bay is like no. It's sort of got a bit of a reputation as like the hippie capital of australia like it's full of people everyone no one's wearing shoes in the whole fucking town everyone's wearing like them flappy linen trousers and a t-shirt with a mandala pattern the amount of white guys <laughs> with dreadlocks do they also about. things like baby i mean a hundred percent they would if i if i've ever attempted to talk to any of them but um they like you know there's so many crystal shops and that sort of thing it's a real crystal. You know, like the Hem- meth addicts. The Hemsworths live there. Chris Hemsworth's got his big mansion there. Um, Zach Efron, I think, has a place there. Like, it's a real. There's a lot. Of, it's basically hippie-ish, but very posh. And, Did Zach, uh, is Zach Efron the guy that played Ted Bundy? Yeah, yeah I think he is. I've not seen that film I, though. I is haven't it seen it. Is it any good? Um, I, I imagine take- it to be shit. I- no, I mean he's alright in it, but I take <laughs> I take massive fucking issue with the sexualization of mass murderers. So, well, this I was about you to say. You think Ted Bundy was misogynist? <laughs> I don't know what gave me that impression. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I think the jury's still Smoke out on whether rage. or not he was a it was a woman hater or not. Actually, um, what? Because um, this is a weird thing. Because I, been, me and Julian are very different in our viewing habits. I don't watch any of those sort of serial killer documentaries or nothing i don't find it i don't i find them like i find them too depressing i don't i don't want to watch this shit but julian's fascinated by the sort of i find them relaxing weird isn't it like like, because a scary film is jumpy and scary but a real documentary about a real guy is like relaxing i don't know why (laughs) it shouldn't be relaxing (laughs) well in a way i (laughs) i know sometimes i fall asleep to them yes same here I mean, both of you are psychopaths, I'm afraid to tell you. My husband says it's really weird. I I sometimes use them as a bit of a come down after a gig. Um, (laughs) How are your gigs going that you're like, I need to hear about a mass murder just to calm down? It's quite grounding, though. Well, because when I come home, like everyone, everyone's in bed and it's all silent, and you've had a gig, and you can't just like get into bed. It's like you need a bit of a like, bit of time out. I've, I've, I've said this a number of times. I think I'm on. I've been. I'm in a very small minority of comedians that I have absolutely almost. It depends on the gig. Very rarely, if it's a big gig or something, a normal gig, I have zero residual uh, adrenaline. <laughs> like I literally could come off stage. And if there was a bed backstage, I could get straight into it and go to sleep. Like I don't have any of that buzzy, like, fuck, man, yeah, I did a gig. I, I, I use it all on stage. I don't even use it on stage. On stage, I don't get excited. <laughs> I just sort of... I just, That's because just... the audience are yawning. It's kind of contagious as well, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, not, 
after every gig, but like it's a sleepy vibe. <laughs> there was no laugh or anything, so there's nothing to really get me going. <laughs> I don't know. Sad. But I yeah, I can I can watch them to to chill out. Is there not? Have you not thought about watching a... more relaxing stuff like you know nature? I don't know. I, th- I always think like um, I don't know. I don't know why I find them. There relaxing. is a psychological reason, though, that because it's scary it's to know you. that this night stalker <laughs> guy is going around you. killing and raping and breaking in people's houses. Then you realise. Then your brain says, "Oh, but I'm safe," and you actually feel safer watching it. So surely the flip that, side there would be suggesting that, that you're. If without watching that, you have an, a, a fear of something, you have a... Yeah, maybe it's that. Maybe you put your inner anxiety onto something and it's out of you a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's just like, um, maybe it's just, you know, dying on stage, coming home and going, well, at least I'm not locked in a shed. Being <laughs> exactly. <by> a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> at least I'm not <laughs> tied up and gagged in the woods. <laughs> but They're then not I booking this... me again, but at least I'm not getting skinned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing that club again, but <laughs> I, but yeah, I fall asleep to them. My husband says sometimes he like comes like he'll he, he's asleep and he says he'll just roll over and there's just me snoring away with my headphones just, just, just hear sort going. of interviews of people who escaped a murderer. Yeah. Oh, Did you watch the Chris Watts one? That was quite interesting. Oh, do you know what? That I I it that really fucks with my head. Yeah, because of the children and stuff. I can't, I can't cope with that. All right, as a, I'm much as a more layman. of your basic, just like shoot someone or whatever. But the because <laughs> you get conversations with other people, yeah. <laughs> but you get conversations with people because people have got really into crime documentaries, and some people are like, oh yeah, but all he did was like shoot her in the head. Where's where's the rope? Where's the torture? Where's oh, it? Like, oh wow! This is what yeah. worries me. This is what worries me. He was a lightweight. He was a People like this being a this being a genre of entertainment. Where it, it probably encourages me. people though, um, just the fame the they get and stuff. Yeah. No, but but obviously, but the, the it's died right off, hasn't it? Serial killers like it's very it's it's far fewer than they used to be because is it's that because so of harder. lockdown? No, it's because I mean, just in the last de- like decade, it's because oh, uh, really? it's so much harder to get away because of lockdown. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 what they will do, look, these you people will kill people, but they're not they going to fucking... scared of getting COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you know all those little graphs where they're like, cancer deaths has increased, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then the flu you put a mask on before I kill you. <laughs> yeah, today's numbers. Are, they're they're like, you know, you got... serial killer deaths, way down. Zero, way we had zero down. serial killer deaths. You're now, right, but, there aren't uh, that many serial killers. There was, the, I remember that's... there being, when I grew up, there was that guy who went around Norwich killing prostitutes. Yeah, yeah. But well, that's probably the Derek, last serial killer. Um, I was about to say Derek no, Norcott, but Steve I think made me think of was... Jeff Norcott, who's not a serial <laughs> killer, just... I can say on record. I can't prove that. Not it could yet. be. But, you know, I'm saying that <laughs> as far as I'm aware, Jeff <laughs> Norcott, the lovely stand-up not comedian, serial... is not a serial killer. Not a serial killer. Um, just a Tory, which is the same. No, it's not. I say that as a friend. Uh, no, he was called Steve Wright. Right. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. He. What I, was remember, his, I didn't remember his what name. What was his numbers? Actually, what was his final digits? It was Steve Wright. What like the name, like the the, the DJ? What kind the, of the radio two one, DJ? Seven. Steve. Did he hit double digits? Um, was he a hmm. good one? Did he kill a lot? Yeah, I think so. 
I don't know the final amount. I remember Michael Ryan being in the news when he just walked around Hungerford opening fire on everyone, then went back and killed his mum. That's rude, isn't it? <laughs> God. You still get a lot of um, serial killers in um, America, though, don't you? I don't know if there's ser- still... serial killers. There was, there's that guy who was called the... What was he called? Oh, he killed something like 87 women. Oh, there was the, that was the... 87? The, there's a guy who's known yeah. as the Green River Killer. Is it him? He's like got one. He's one of the top no. boys, isn't he? No, there's a guy, it's called like the... He's called like the... the, the sleeper or something and he only killed honestly and he, and he only killed black prostitutes oh god and it just got no like police investigation oh. and no, like, well this is like there's like, oh, um well. weirdly as much as i don't watch any of these documentaries um, weirdly i know all the numbers and how many yeah but weirdly <laughs> I, got a am, chart on your I am friends with a few serial killers uh but i i listen to a, doc, a, not, a doc, hashtag a, not all killers exactly guys exactly. yeah some of these have actually just they, some of them just got mental health problems yeah so it's mental health awareness week let's not get carried away it's like judging people hug a serial killer week <laughs> but um i listened to this weird i was I had a I downloaded um I think it's called like Luminary or something. It's a it's a podcast app, so where you can listen to podcasts that are behind paywalls for a, for a monthly fee. I got and I got it for a te- I just thought I wanted to test it out for a week while I was driving around Queensland. I listened to, and I couldn't find it. Was it's not much comedy or anything I, I really wanted to listen to, and I just found I literally picked on like the first like documentary series. It was about an American guy called the. It was called, was it the, oh God, oh, now I need to find it. But um, he's he killed like fuckloads of, he was like 33, but he only killed young black guys. And it was in like the sort of late 70s, early 80s in like Atlanta. It was like the Atlanta something. And um, and he, yeah, he just got away with it for ages because they just wouldn't, they didn't really give a shit for a while. It wasn't until it got into like the... The twenties yeah. when they were like, "All right, come on, we better we can do something about this." The they Atlanta tried the race card. Well, <laughs> basically, well, that's it because no, this is why apparently. But in the thing they talk about, um, there was that horrible thing where because it's every, almost like every single victim was a young black guy from like you know the basically the projects essentially. You know, what I mean those sorts of like those areas. So, so no the one really didn't gave put a that shit much about money it. into it and stuff. Well, no, but up until it became a national story, because basically in the local area, all like. Basically, the black community thought it's definitely some white racist, like a Ku Klux Klan guy. And the, like, all the white sort of police officers thought it's going to be a black guy. Like they sort of, everyone wanted yeah, it yeah. to be what they wanted it to be. So no one really yeah. pushed that hard to try and find who it was. And it's, it's actually a very interesting story. I think you might there. Who was it I'm in just... the end? A white geezer? No, it was a black guy who they caught and he got done for those as well as two other kill, kill, uh, murders. But he's now... <sighs> This documentary is about people that are trying to clear his name and saying he wasn't the guy that did it, and it's it's an interesting. I, I mean, wouldn't be a, surprised. People do get fitted up with stuff, don't they? Definitely. So. Well, this guy. Oh, sorry. This guy was called the Grim Sleeper, and he's on oh, death row now. Pun, and he actually. killed. And he killed sixty-seven women. Oh my god. That is. Um, this is taken a. T- <laughs> I know. I was about like, to tell you about morning. my holiday. <laughs> you think, do you think they should get um do you think they should get the death penalty? Oh, um 
No, well, it's like that guy, Ariel Castro, who held those women for 10 years and, and then one escaped and um, he and he got sentenced and he couldn't handle being confined, even though these women for 10 years have been confined and oh, tortured yeah. and God knows what. But he, after, what was it, four weeks of being locked in his cell, he couldn't handle it. So he killed himself. I and really they were like, well, that's Did just... Did asked to yeah. leave? So the, the, old, Sorry, the, the but the, but they but one of the girls, the Amanda, she just said, "Isn't that just testament to how weak he was and how strong that we are? That we endured ten years and have come out and carried on our lives, but he's he couldn't handle it for weeks." Yeah, I reckon. I'd, I'd argue that's probably a, that would be quite a gendered thing. I'd kill myself after two days of being locked up. I just think blokes have got way less serial killer's dream blokes have got less resolve in that sort of you know department I think we just go more stir crazy there aren't that many like of all the cases (laughs) of all the cases that um of people being like locked up and stuff are there any of like because you've got like cases like Elizabeth Fritzel and Natasha Campush. And... What, where people were kept locked up? Has anyone, has a but woman men. ever kept a men ca- a man, men captive? Or a man kept a man captive? I don't like, know. Is there any survivors of that? I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting. Not, um... Yeah, it's interesting actually. It's more, we hear about the women being <laughs> it's held almost captive. that blokes might have some fucking issues that we need to sort out as a society. It's almost as if... <laughs> Yeah. There is something against women in the world. I don't know. I'm just going to put it out there. It's a brand new theory. I might call yeah. it. Sex. I mean, yeah, but they're serial killers. Like, it's not like most men. No, no, but I mean, but it's almost like almost I mean, 100. percent but it's almost 100 percent of serial killers are men, isn't it? So there has got to be. It's obviously yeah. it has to have something to do with our. No, but you get it's men not, kill that men can't be a kill. coincidence, can it? But there must be guys who yeah. have kept men captive and stuff like that. Did you that thing? But there's serial killers who've killed. There's, there's male serial killers who've killed blokes, isn't it? So it's mm. not. I'm not saying it's just that blokes want to kill women. I'm saying that, but it's just no. some. You know, there's a percentage of blokes who just want to kill people. It's and, and it's way more women. Than. Women, but it seems like the women are kind of getting led astray, like Rose West or Myra Hindley. There's always a man as well. Yeah, there? it's like we're always the common denominator, is what I'm saying when it comes to killing. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. That's not absolving. Rose women and Fred West, though, everything. but they women shared are, about. They shared a lot of DNA. Well. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh no, they weren't related. They might have been in their little in their little town. Well. If you want to listen to a podcast about that, then listen to me and Lily Phillips talking about women. Doing Rose West has got a podcast out. What was I going to say? Right, right. What, what, yeah. What? Platforms. So here's a question: What crimes are more weighted to like that women commit more often than men? Is there a is there a main crime that sort of is is at, like weighted that way? Well, we, yeah, I I reckon that Munchausen's by proxy because I had to look into that for one of our ghastly women, and that yeah. seems to be quite a that's like a, a quite a mother child. What is that? What? It's yeah, where you keep that? someone ill to get. Uh, um, oh yeah, so that's like more the Gypsy of a woman, woman's case. thing. Yeah, like that pretend be, your daughter's disabled. It's the carer thing. It's the yeah, it's the attention and and love you get as a carer, and you are so addicted to that attention. I mean, with the Gypsy Rose case, I think they were getting like actual monetary things. So it might be like in America, where obviously it's probably a bit of both, care. wasn't it? The the carer thing and a bit. It's of the attention and the TV greens. and the and the money. But then there are other cases where it was just for attention. Oh, nice bit of moolah. That is yeah. um, yeah, that's a that's it's interesting. A, 
And that's it's horrific. I mean, that grim as fuck, isn't it? Is that it's would you really say grim. because women are generally more caring? I've got I've got no idea. <laughs> carefully carefully but also like, it sounded way more loaded like, than i think it actually was <laughs> yeah i know it wasn't loaded it wasn't loaded at all it's just a genuine trying question trying to trip you up <laughs> get in, you the phone call in the middle of the night <laughs> julian's just saying really. do you think women are more caring <laughs> um i think well i think Cross it's obviously examination uh, i think it's just obviously the carer role and yeah. then there's just, you know, it, I think there's a whole load of stuff behind it. It becoming your identity, and it's a way of getting, you know, attention to feel valid. If if you're need, if you're a carer, you're needed, aren't you? So, it, yeah, to feel needed like, is one of the cases that we discussed in our podcast was a mum who wanted her child ill just so she get she could get attention on social media. Oh, it was all okay. the you're okay, hun addiction. Yeah, um, but she ended up killing him. I'm um, just looking at. I just googled women and crime. Um, and it says that almost almost across the board, in all crimes apart from prostitution, it says obviously which is illegal in a lot of countries, uh, men really do. Um, we do carry the uh, <laughs> we do carry that uh, all the stats. You know we're um, we're out there we're out there fucking frauds smashing, everything. Smashing yeah, the we records. are smashing up the old cr- criminal justice system. Um, so well, well done. We brought you on to say well right. done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I was going to thought you meant well done, kings. Then oh no, um, no, I was, I was, that was. Oh. Uh, I was. Um, <laughs> well done, guys. <laughs> yeah, another way. brothers. <laughs> there we go. Um, anyway, well, uh, what were we talking about? It was less murdery and stuff. I was talking about. Your uh, holiday. Holiday. Sorry, you were talking about your holiday, and then I took it down a really sinister path. I reckon you. I reckon where I stayed. You would have been creeped out by Julian. It was a quite remote cabin backed onto just a creek that was like just full of animals. You weren't on your own night. though, were you? No, 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 no. Oh. But um, oh, I wouldn't want to be in Australia staying on a creek. Well, luckily it was in. That's the setting of many a murder. Yeah, there was. Definitely. I mean, it had a definite creepy vibe. Like it's um, there's like there's no crocodiles in that area, which is one good thing. You know, because certain areas you go to and it's like... All the serial killers at them. (laughs) But there's no, like, you know, sometimes you go to parts of Australia and they're just like, just make sure you don't walk down by the water at night because that's when they're out. And you're like, oh, don't tell me that, mate. You know, so it's... Have you seen any massive spiders? Uh, I have not this... I haven't seen them this time. Last time I was... No, was it two years? Three years ago I was out. I, um, I stayed in a cabin in the woods on my own for four days out in the bush like in the middle of nowhere no phone reception nothing and um and on the first day i got there i found what i thought was a dead huntsman which is about the size of your hand yeah a spider on him today (laughs) and uh and basically i just i sort of scooped up and put it in the bin and i think it might have been like the uh, it, it shed or something because basically i stayed for four days in the house and when i was leaving and it was this is like the worst I, well, it's, it's better than if i'd actually seen it but as i left i locked up the cabin and the huntsman was inside the window it'd been in there the whole time like full size i'm talking tarantula size fuck that i can't believe you just go and stay in the woods by yourself i mean yeah. i love it i've done it a bunch of, i've done it the yeah, spider's I've, not I've, even the scariest thing i'd be like more scared of ghosts and shit man what do you do just have a 
have a little thing. No, rational thing. Yeah, it was. Do you know? It's about. I after it took about a day to adjust to not being able to look at your phone, to not being able to check your emails, to not being able to do anything. What did you do all day? I just sort of read and just sat around and just oh, yeah, nice. drank. Well, tea you took and, books with you. Yeah. So you're allowed to read. I'm allowed to. I'm not there. I'm not there. Yeah, I just. I, it was a friend of mine had a cat. He got left. His partner's dad died and left them this cabin. And Where I just had this old? period. Of, I just had a period of time where I was going to be on my own in Melbourne. And I was like, I might just go somewhere. I've got nothing to do. And he said, go to the cabin. So I just hired a car and drove up to the woods. About it's about an hour and a half. I, north I wouldn't of Melbourne. do that. What's your? What would be your fear? Being on my own with no Wi-Fi in a cabin in the woods. <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> that. <laughs> exactly what you Everything did. you just described. <laughs> the spider would be the least of it. <laughs> when we, when I was in India, we stayed in this um, like little camp thing up in um, the mountains and when we put our stuff down in our little hut, he was like the guy who showed us around. And he he was like, "Oh, um, don't worry. Like you might get some spiders, um, but what you just need to do is you just put a sheet over your face so they don't crawl in your mouth. Pretend you're a ghost and scare them when away. you're asleep." <laughs> And so you just like, suffocate in your sleep and never have to see one. <laughs> we need to just put shit over your face and just die quietly. <laughs> and um, it was it was me and my mate. And um, the spiders, when we came back to the cabin, I'm not joking, were everywhere. Oh, it no. was like covered. And they're yeah, I wouldn't cat like spiders. that. Like that. And no, but they're called cat spiders, so they like purr. Boy, because they make this sound. And they're shaped like whiskers. And what was so this like... place? It was a hut in the mountains. Yeah. It was a spider sanctuary. It was a spider's hut. It was a big web-shaped hut. <laughs> <laughs> Made I was of like, cotton. And I was like, I don't know how to go to sleep in here. Um, and, then I, and then I went to go to the toilet and the... The spiders were all over like the back of the toilet. So oh, I had to go to the on. toilet with my mate spraying spider repellent between my backside and the wall oh, to God. stop the spiders leaping. And then I was like, the only way I can go to sleep in this hut is if I just get incredibly drunk. So we just went and asked the lads who'd been doing the cooking. I was like, have you got Was any there anything and... enjoyable about it? Why didn't you go? Like abseil because we, down. No, because no, because we went. Um, we'd gone. It was like this kind of elephant experience. So it's like you go and stay in this village, and then you get to like um, see these elephants and be up and close to the elephants and stuff. But where you sleep, they're like there's just loads of spiders. So just you just got. But what we do is we just make sure that one of the sheets we just sleep with that. Over. So I just got really drunk. We drank a lot of beer, and my mate said she just sat up all night, absolutely terrified. And she said I just put my hands behind my head, sheet over, and she said yeah, you yeah, just yeah. snored the entire night while yeah. I just sat up terrified um i then also fell asleep on the overnight train on the way back while she had to fend off a really rapey guy so oh, she was like God. you've been really useful i've you've literally just slept your way through this trip <laughs> to fend while him I'm, off. While hitting I'm, him with a broom while you're just <laughs> copping some z's zedding out sweet dreams <laughs> she was like we're on this train and this guy was like advance and she was like do not go to sleep and i was like i won't and i literally just, what was he I'm what like, was you, he doing I'm like you carl <laughs> <Yeah>. just like <laughs> um i don't know he, he wasn't like 
rapey that is really extreme but he just wouldn't leave her alone and yeah, yeah, just yeah. kept chatting to her and like you know them trains kept... in india are like you just everyone just chats to you if you're a you know if you're a, yeah. a honky in it like you sit down and it's like just everyone just comes and sits and stuff what i found is because yeah. especially you get a lot of students on the trains intercity students and they're they're studying english and they see you as like a sort of three-hour english lesson which is fine yeah i'm not criticizing but they basically go like there's an english guy let's fucking go and practice our english on this on this guy for three hours i don't know and if he super wants to practice english but he right. just really wanted to ply her with a lot of alcohol oh, and she was like i don't i don't i don't want to drink your alcohol thank no. you very much and he's like why and come and sit next to me and she was just like oh, trying to God. nudge me and i was just comatose and snoring she's like i've got to nod. say you have been as much use as a fucking bladder it's on a weird stick guys do that like, they're pushy for it like they'll say how oh, do you want to drink say no like on the fourth time she's gonna go all right then you know yeah. what i mean <laughs> but i think that's <laughs> it i think I there is those guys with you. they treat that persistent thing as like they almost see it as numbers going all day it is sort of is it i just think it's some people just like genuinely some creeps know that the part like was, some women will ultimately take the path of least resistance. I'm not talking about anything extreme. I'm talking about just that thing of, oh, would you like a drink or can I chat to you, whatever? Yeah. Like, no, I'm actually okay. And then they think after three or four goes, they'll just go, all right. And to them, the woman these creeps, wasn't rude necessarily. She and also, these creeps polite, think like, that once they, they're through, that's a that's a hurdle that once you're over, the next game begins, whatever. Yeah, and actually, yeah. I don't realise just to fuck off if somebody tells you they don't want to talk there to was, you. Um, there was a guy on the comedy circuit who um, I met at a gig. And then at the next gig that I saw him at, I was like, oh, hi, how are you doing? And he just went, I don't know you. And I was like, no, that's really mental. That's <laughs> really mental. And I just went, oh, no. You can name him. No, and I just went, oh, that's a really weird way to respond. So I just went, all right, well, we met before, but no worries. And then um, apparently... <laughs> he read that book about negging and because a couple of other female comedians uh, was like no he's done that with me as well and so he'd taken it to the extreme so he'd be like hi i'm so and so you're amazing i love this and then the next time you see him he'll just go shut up you stupid idiot oh my <laughs> and, god and so he'd taken it very literally that if he was just really rude he is interesting <laughs> i want to know more about you and what as if doing. that's negging negging yeah i think from what i gather i've not read that book and i'm aware of the book uh but it's read um, that book. did you read it in your little heart you're like i'm gonna get um, to the bottom of how <laughs> to get some no but weirdly i've actually read a couple of books by that author um neil strauss because he used to write for rolling stone and he's a music he's a very good music writer but then he wrote the book about the game and it was... i've seen a couple of interviews with him he seems like a reasonable guy well, he didn't write like... the game isn't a handbook the game is a book about him like uh sort of it was almost like a Louis Theroux book where he went to find out what all these pickup artists were about. And ultimately, throughout the book, he talks about I learning call it, it my Bible. via them. And it's more of a, you know, it's not the way the way it got portrayed as a sort of handbook for creeps isn't what it was meant to be. It's, that's what people took it as. But um, he, he's just a music journalist who wanted to write a book about those people, um, uh, which but sadly, people end up reading it as I can learn from this. But um, you know, I don't. That wasn't his intention. But it's um, that whole negative yeah, thing. Think... What I gather is you're meant to gently mock. You're not meant like, to be like, sh- sh- yeah. I don't know you, you cunt. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to just walk up to a woman and go, "You're 
ass. You're an absolute dog. <laughs> you piece of shit. Walk off. Another one in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Pulled last night. What happened? I told her to fuck off. <laughs> told her to lose weight and fuck off. <laughs> Get any digits last night? No, I told 12 women to go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I told one, two women. Yeah. <laughs> to go fuck themselves. Yeah, so oh, this really? guy had kind of got it all a bit wrong. I'll name him on Everyone was really just really confused, going, why is he shouting at all the women in this green room that he doesn't know uh, any of them? And then someone went, oh, I gave him the game. <laughs> um, Julian just said he's going to name them on Patreon. Um, okay. We, um, yeah, it's an odd one. What's your experience of that being with, yeah, you because know, obviously there's a lot of talk about <laughs> negging. No, no. In terms of like, like creepy comedians, because there's, you know, I think there is being a bit of Not a, there is trying to be a bit of a sea change. Careful, Esther. You know, you know I mean, I'm, there's oh, a yeah, reason no I'm in Australia, scene. mate. I got out before I was pushed. <laughs> 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 Everyone would be really surprised. But have you ever had any experience with creepy comics? Comedian. No, again, you don't have to name any names. We're just saying, like, because it, it, it is something we hear from, you know, female friends in comedy a lot. You know, they've everyone's pretty much got a story. Nothing, you know. We've luckily most of the people we're mates with haven't had that experience of an extreme case. But you still hear that there is some fucking ding dongs mm-hmm. knocking around. Ding dongs. No, I haven't. That's good. I'm sorry. No, that's no. That's, that's, that's a positive. I that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a nice thing to I, hear. For I, once. I can't. I haven't. But um, obviously, um, friends of mine have. Um, and I totally and utterly recognise the kind of interactions that they've had. And I and I totally recognise those characteristics in the people that they've described. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I I do think I don't, I don't know. I think. I, yeah, I don't know, but um, no, I haven't. But you know female comics that have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And had really weird experiences, yeah. It's um, yeah, I do think... Well, well, like some guy forgetting his door... I haven't got my door keys. Can I stay on your sofa? I've had a few of those. one of Julian's old moves. (laughs) (laughs) And then as soon as he gets through the door, he'll just go, shut up, you fat slag. I'll sleep in your bed. You can sleep in the Do I know you? (laughs) Do I know you? Have we met? (laughs) Did I say you could have a drink? (laughs) Straight in with the negs. That is... That's not... Yeah, that does... Um, it's yeah, I reckon um, it is that thing because you know it's because it's like again, these you know I'm not. It doesn't surprise me that because you know we've all met so many comedians who are just dickheads anyway. Like yeah, you know, it, it wouldn't be surprised me if they were dickheads though, in that if, way. But I do wonder though if can we if if um, guys kind of go that that are prone to do these things kind of go okay, who is somebody that I think I could manipulate? So maybe it's somebody who because. Um, Who's maybe kind of like a non-confrontational character, right. or somebody who might? <laughs> Is this be, what you're saying? Um, you haven't had this because you're so uh, not that person. You've, you've come across no, very aggressive, I... very confrontational. <laughs> no, but I, or like somebody who might, you know, not want to upset that person because they don't want yeah, to yeah, upset yeah, yeah. the yeah, yeah, yeah trajectory of, of easier targets. Further gigs. So it's not about them being easy, but I, I do. Also, the fact that I talk about being married and being a parent, it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not. So, so I don't know. But then 
oh, there'll be, I mean, God, I'm saying this, I'll go to a gig later and some guy will be like, smack me on the arse and, <laughs> and call me you an idiot. And I'll be like, call me <laughs> you a fucking, fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't know if that, <laughs> or just, every time I get heckled now, I'll be like, okay, stop with the negging. <laughs> yeah, Guys, yeah, come yeah. on, I know you fancy me. It's <laughs> a number. joke. All right, another one. <laughs> We'll have a chat. Oh God, stop floating. I don't know if that's a reason because I totally. It makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it kind of makes sense because you'd have to be like, right, I'm going to try it on with someone who's A, taken, and B, doesn't come across as someone who's very friendly. Like, I've been, you know, some a lot of people have said, you know, I've got the, the bitch face and the miserable face, and not many people want to chat to me straight away. So maybe not that inviting to conversation and stuff like rich wilson he said that he didn't like me because i looked like a bitch and it took ages and Classic then someone else wilson like, neg that i've heard that a million times <laughs> <laughs> drops out no, on everyone he said it to, no he said it to someone else so that person was like um oh do you know Esther Manisha? and he was like oh she's such a bitch uh, well, she's a miserable she didn't a miserable say that person. today yeah and then um and then we were having a conversation joking. no we've become good mates um since but he was just like i just didn't know that you were you were a nice person i just thought you were this miserable bitch it's <laughs> a very <laughs> honest thing to tell a friend isn't it just uh yeah but you do don't you you're like what the first impressions are i suppose i'm trying to think what my first impressions of i didn't you know i didn't get any i don't think you were a bitch first impressions from you i can't remember when i first met you julian you met me in Essex. There was a gig in Essex. Oh, yes. That was that me. That was a nice gig. The good-looking one who smashed the gig. That was me. <laughs> I think we all smashed that night, actually. Okay. The good-looking one no, that smashed did, the yeah. gig. Was that Josh James? Yeah, it was actually. <laughs> that dreamboat. That dreamboat. He's got a lovely head of hair, hasn't he, Josh James? He does. Yeah. Have you seen Perhaps. his sketches on Instagram? I've watched they a couple of them. They're they very funny. Make me cry. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah, he's very good. Um, he's such a geezer as well. You know, just when somebody's like a proper just Essex. He's so Essex. The proper nice geezer, isn't he? Yeah. Lovely. We've had we've had him on here. Um, he's a very nice Have man. You? Yeah. Yeah. Um, surprised. Oh, oh. Yeah, surprised you gave him airtime <laughs> with that voice. Um, but what we thought, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't know what I was going to tell you about my holiday that ever was going to be was... worthwhile enough to now go back to after 35 minutes. So needless to say, we were talking about, we talked about spiders. Um, what Killers, um, other fi- people, people, what's, um, what other, because fi- I'm fascinated by me and Julian often talk about our fears and, you know, he's talking about his fear. Julian's got quite a phobia of ageing and dying. Um, oh, really? What's your fear of ageing? Like, oh, just getting weak. <laughs> just getting weak and not being able to do stuff. Oh, well, then you've got to, you've got to exercise and remain strong. Would you have I was born like do? this? <laughs> I can't see anything. <laughs> what, creepy? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I do actually. Do I know you? It feels very innate. Um, I love that. Honestly, that was really making me laugh. The idea of like, oh, I forgot my key's going to stay at yours. And then as soon as she gets through the door, do I know you? <laughs> my big ass, put the kettle on. <laughs> and then get out. <laughs> get out, but it's my house. But it's a fun because you're, um, and this isn't, I'm not going to say it about your age, but like you're not, you started comedy a bit later than some people would do you know what I mean you didn't start when you were 18 or something did you 
Esther. Oops. <laughs> Did you tell us about Julian? Julian? No, no. <laughs> Julian started when he was 45. <laughs> I knew we weren't talking about me, did you? No, yeah, so I was going to say, because yeah. like... Because I've um, been going, I don't know how many years I've been going now, so I started... You're, in your, you're in your 30s, aren't you? Yeah, I started yeah. in 2016, halfway through 2016. Yeah. Yeah. So how many years is that? Where Five. are we? Six? Five. Five. Five years. Do you yeah. teach Five maths? Years. I can't. Look, I can't do maths and I can't read and I can't spell. Classic it's Dean really... Egg. <laughs> it's a little masterclass for those kings who are listening. <laughs> Should we, we start running uh, the, the, some workshops in the game on our Patreon Classic. by two people that don't know how to do it? We're just rude. Um, you shit at maths, mate. <laughs> You watch Give Bob's me your numbers. I've never seen Bob's Burgers. I've heard it a few people. Oh my god, with the character who who's the king of persuasion. Right. And he's like, corner a woman, corner a woman, and then boast about how you wrestled a lion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Always make sure you stand on a stool or a chair so that you're taller than her. And it's just the most ridiculous. It's, it's like the ruder you are, the more her ovaries release a hormone that make her oh, want sex. God. Um, um, I can't remember the question. Yeah, so yeah, so I'd be well, going, I was still no. The reason I was I saying that I think it was related to that thing about the saying about you, you in comedy and how you've not had that experience with as many creeps and like things like that. It's, I, I was I was trying to work it out with age wise. It's probably because you did start yeah, a bit I more world well. yeah. weary. Like, you know, some people start when they're eighteen and like. All yeah. they know is the comedy. And they're going scene. out after the gig and having God, drinks you, and stuff. Yeah, if you I said guess. to me, "Have you had like, you know, creepy guy experiences?" Like throughout your twenties, yes, it's rife. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been asked out, but I think that that's not anything bad. That's just someone saying, "Can I take you out?" And you're going, "No, I'm not interested," and that's fine. Um, that hurt, by the way. That was Julian. <laughs> <laughs> Can you stop sending me those messages, Julian? <laughs> he doesn't seem to take the hint. And he's just getting more and more aggressive. Just he's have like, a drink drink now, drink. bitch. And I'm like, no, do I know drink. you? <laughs> yeah, he messages me. I don't respond. And then he'll yeah, just yeah. send a message back going, do I know you? Can you get your number out of my phone? Wench? Stop messaging me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that probably does add to it as well. That yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. When I started, yeah. And that's another thing is that when I started, everyone was like in my, because it's like school years, isn't it? Everyone's oh, like totally. 20, 21, it's, it's also They're your all, like, lifestyle is different, isn't it? So you're yeah, and I'm not... you're going home to your family. You're not partying yeah. out, are you? And stuff. I'm just I'd going imagine. home to listen to a serial serial cast next to your husband who's just sitting there shivering, scared, <laughs> thinking you're taking. It's not enough women serial killers, honey. <laughs> <laughs> he does think I'm sick in the head. He's like, "There's something wrong with you." And he's like, on a Saturday night, if we're choosing a film, he's like, "Can it please not be some like pedo killing weirdo?" I just want to watch something that isn't. He don't that know what he's missing. Do you know what? What I think since having a baby last year, I have um, became not really less uh, not comfortable, but I've not enjoyed watching the dark <laughs> sort of as much dark. Yeah, stuff. no, it messes films. With you. I, films. Had... I used to watch like real like in terms of drama. I liked a, a gritty drama. Anything that involves children being absolutely. Like, taken away or hurt when honestly it's, I yeah it's now, hard going isn't it because you like have those the, kind of anxious kind of thoughts oh, anyway 
it's and, brutal and, and it, but it kills you but like also like with the stuff that's going on in, in palestine at the moment and my son looks so lebanese so right. my daughter looks very much like my husband but my son looks like me and i'm just sitting and looking at images that don't look that dissimilar oh, yeah, like, yeah. and i'm just like and also sometimes you're like i need a break from this i don't want it but then it'll be on like the family whatsapp and then it's like, on shit. it's on the internet a lot as well and isn't people it? are sending you it and you're like i actually can't and yeah so that like way more than before before you'd be like this is horrific or i swear whereas now you suddenly like oh god yeah now i ended up having a right old right old sob before yeah. bed and getting into bed oh. with my boy and i'm like oh my god every child should feel love like you I've, yeah if i hear and any he's like, story fucking leave it out mum <laughs> christ <laughs> Yeah, I can't. What have I told you about looking at the internet? (laughs) (laughs) It's like Del Boy. He's sat there in a sheepskin jacket and a gold sovereign. How old are your children? Five and seven. Oh, that's good ages. Mm hmm. It's. Yeah, I'm. I think it's going to totally. Yeah, it's still early days, but I feel like it's totally shifted my intake of entertainment. Like, I just can't. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just, yeah, I don't have it in me now to watch some grotty fucking drama film about a child murder. Or I just, I would just want to be able to get through it. Which I watched when I was living in Dubai was the Changeling with Angelina Jolie. Oh yeah, and I remember watching. Is that, that when she her, da- her daughter goes missing or son? And then no, her son. And then they, they and it comes a back. And it's, a, it's a different. Yeah, and they just kid. go, "It's your son," and she's like, "That's not my kid," that and is. they're like it is but then i totally forgot about all the scenes where they actually show this guy who that he was called the chicken coop killer and he used to keep his kids in a chicken coop and like murder them and stuff but i remember watching that in dubai and i just remember thinking oh it's quite a good thriller and then we watched it recently we just had to switch off i was like i can't handle it now no, I'm not, not happening man i can't you be in the mood <coughs> yeah when, when you're in that mood <laughs> it's just Julian's so creepy <laughs> Gotta be in the mood, baby. Have you ever watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? No. So it's always always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, There's Dennis, like there's basically the the main characters. Dennis, as the series goes on, becomes more and more. He becomes more and more sort of there's an air of threat about him. He's the funniest character. So brilliant. But like you just start like towards about series six or seven, it does there's moments where you think I think he might secretly be a serial killer, and they just don't mention it. And like, but in a funny, like, yeah, he's yeah, always like he'll Bundy-ish. say he'll say a little sort of offhand comment that even makes all the other characters go what? And like, and sort of, it's this funny recurring joke that he's becoming more and more creepy as the seasons go on. And um, but it's amazing how people can hide it. Like even with Ted Bundy, he had that yeah. relationship with that woman, and she just never saw any. Well, this is it. it. My what I'm saying is, as we've got into episode 112, Julian has got more and more creepy as the episodes have gone. On. There is. There is a, <laughs> Thank you. Weird. Yeah. There's a serial killer. I feel seen now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um, but yeah. I, I, I was one clubs. interview with a um a psychopath that stick him it was it did disturb me like and i watched loads there was this one though he was saying i won't go into what he did but it really stuck with me it was like oh it was kind of unsettling what's the, have you, you know, listened to sword and scale is it sword and scale somebody recommended that to me as a true crime podcast and it's like and i just listened to one episode and i was like that is not for me that is too on the on it's like it's really close to the bone and like it really just get like it's each episode's a different story about a crime that's really bad and it's just like i just somebody tell me like they just 
once you get through about five episodes, you're just done. You're just so depressed with the state of the world. And, you know, it's just very depressing to listen to. Which I just don't yeah. go in for. Sounds that. good. I'll have to have a listen. It's called Sword and good Scale. Advert. Sword and Scale. Yeah. It's um, it's not for me. I prefer, I've got to say, if I'm going to sit and watch that, I prefer like a thriller where there's something going on, but you don't, nobody really knows what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean a thriller? <laughs> oh, you mean a film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I like? It's like a comedy, <laughs> you know, I like comedy films. Happening. I like a comedy film but where you sort of sit really there Columbo. and things are happening now and again that you're laughing you at. You mean Scooby Doo? <laughs> <don't you? laughs> and at no, the end, you're Columbo, like, oh, that's funny. No, but in Columbo, you know what's gone on. So it's yeah, not where true. you see something. Like oh, Girl on a backwards. Train. Yeah, and it kind of works backwards. So we're starting off with this scenario, but we don't know what's happened. And often the woman doesn't really know what's happened. <laughs> You yeah, like a yeah. film that has no sort of plot until the end. You mean like <laughs> a like... twist at the end? Yeah, just a twist. Yeah. yeah. Writers should think about that. But then the danger of that is a good twist is amazing. You know, like a sort of uh, usual suspect twist. People. Yeah, I mean, usual suspects. Yeah. But the the downside is, yeah, like um, the, guy, the guy who did The Sixth Sense, like, you know, like some of his other films. Have you ever seen The Village? Like, Yeah, I saw oh, yeah, that. With all the... People I watched it in the know. cinema. It was scary at the beginning, then it was like, oh. But I worked out the twist scary. in about seven minutes. I genuinely turned to my ex-wife um, and when we were together at the time. We didn't go for a recent you cinema with, trip. But, you, um, yeah, you're with your current wife, but you went with your ex-wife. Yeah, yeah. I just said to her, it's all right if I just nip out for it to <laughs> see an old M. Night Shyamalan film with my ex-wife. But um, it's, I, I turned to her and said, I know what's going to happen at the end. And I didn't tell her. I didn't want to ruin it's it. It's based for her. on me. <laughs> At the end, we're going to walk out unhappy. <laughs> but it was a uh, yeah. I just it was so it was so obvious. So that, it was one of the films where I'd rather them just I'd rather like you know that know what's going to happen instead of show it on screen rather than build up to this twist that was so obvious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did that yeah. other film as well, didn't he? Where the guy had like bone. It was like a comic. That's fucking dog shit. Yeah, Unbreakable. Really- Unbreakable. That was behind it. her eyes is pretty good on Netflix. Little mini series. Is that his? I watched that. No, it's not his. Oh right. I've watched <laughs> that. I'd randomly say something. <laughs> I just thought I'd say a sentence. I've seen behind. But her it's got eyes. it's got a twist in it that's not bad. Not is that bad. with the butterflies? No. no. That's there's the butterfly. <laughs> no, What's there's the another one. No, that's David Attenborough. This is. <laughs> there's another. What's behind her eyes? I've definitely seen it. But it's it's like time. a drama series. It's got Bono's daughter in it. She's a very and, good um, actor, actually. It's set in it's set in London as well, like North London, so it's kind of familiar. Um, it's it's pretty good. It's worth watching. What's on, the um, Netflix? Because I obviously I'm away at the minute, but I'm now and again when I open social media, I still see what everyone's harping on about in the UK, and I didn't realize. Every, so many people watched Lion of Duty. I've never seen oh, an I've episode. Just I didn't it. know that. I've never it's seen good. an episode, and every single fucking person I know is suddenly going, "Oh my god!" The end, like getting upset about the final scene or whatever. I know. Uh, people I've, I've only on that. series two, but it's it's like the Bill, but better. It's <laughs> a good tagline. Even better than the Bill. Um, it's it behind her eyes. I need to remind myself of. Oh yeah, I watched that. Yeah, <laughs> this obviously made a lasting impression. You think I've got bad <laughs> taste to, now? To Google it to remember it. Um, I kind of no, guessed the plot it. a little bit. That's um... yeah. I kind of got bored towards the last few episodes. Oh, okay. 
Um, so yeah, well, line stick of, it up your ass then. Line of no, duty seems like it was a cultural phenomenon that I was totally out of the loop on. It's yeah, weird. There's nothing new it. they're doing. It is interesting. Good acting. It's pretty good. Right. Um, and good review there by yeah, Julian. Pretty good. What else have you been watching? Julian's reviews of the week. Um, I watched that film. What's um? What was that? Mean Girls. She was in that. What's her name? One of them in the Mean Girls. Uh, Lindsay Lohan. Big actress. She was also in the Deep Throat film. Oh, that's Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. No, not Lindsay Lohan. One of the other Mean Girls. Not Rachel McAdams. The other one. Big actress. You know her. You, if you. I love the way you keep using Mean Girls as your reference. <laughs> That, that was like a big both, film, though, wasn't it? It was, but like you're talking to us like we're going to get a good, good mean film, girls. Mean Girls. I think it was good fun when I watched it? it when I was, uh, you know. It's, it's a pretty quality film. When I was 20. Um, what's her name again? Mean right, Girls. Right, here we go. But Wait. she's the star of this film. Tina Fey. Netflix. No, she um, wrote Mean Girls. Did she? Did she? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, I don't know who's that. There's loads of that. Oh, Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, her. Yeah. There we go. She's in a film on Netflix. Not bad. There was an Idris Elba film I saw the other day. Idris is some odd. Yeah, Idris, Idris yeah. isn't it? It's a good. It's a good film. It's not well, bad. Because I think Idris. I've got an issue with I think Idris it's, Elba. I think it's Idris. I think it's Idris, isn't it? Is it Idris? No, yeah. hang on. You said Idris. No, I said you Idris. said Idris. I said I said Idris, but it's Idris. Yeah. <laughs> I you can't correct yourself. We is this correct the negging? You. This is the negging again. Yeah, he's negging both it's of us. Actually. Learn how to speak. Yeah. Right. <laughs> negging um, both of us. I have got right. issues. Right, baby. You, if you've watched, I only watched. <laughs> I only watched. It's the worst word in the world. <laughs> um, I watched Luther and I watched a little bit of The Wire. I and I'm aware that Luther. Idris Elba is quality, right? But he keeps making questionable behavior, like decisions, like the Sky adverts he does, Cats. Like, I just keep seeing oh, him. Cats. Oh. I'm just like, mate, what are you doing? Just be better. Do the good shit that you were doing just before. Just cashing checks, innit? I know. It feels like he's probably got a family now, a young family. He's like, I need to get some money in the bank forever for but them. he must have a lot of money. He must be like... So why, yeah. I always, it's just... I'm not against people doing an advert. I'm against... But I always think when somebody's got such a cool sort of list you know their imdb list is quality and suddenly they start doing some dog shit i'm like mate wow yeah it's like when jennifer aniston was doing the visa adverts (laughs) and it's just a bit like but you don't need that money yeah a lot of them do big billboard adverts in like china or something they just get silly money for it because you know the kevin bacon season do you know kevin bacon does the ee adverts but he wasn't really doing a lot of acting around that he was still, he still was he'd been regularly acting in sort of you know he'd still be getting a decent wedge Kevin Bacon you know he's he's got an old school sort of name for himself but um, he uh, lost all of his money in the financial crash so he had all his oh, money tied shit. up in savings only these like crazy savings and like investments started going to advert castings well no but he, so he basically like, he, you know he was one of these people that probably had a couple of properties. But all of his money was tied up in investments and it basically lost almost everything. Like So it was basically cash poor come the end of the first decade of the 2000s. So he just started, that's why he started doing these weird adverts and apparently just needed, actually did need to get the money in. It's like Harvey Cartel, go. isn't it? He's doing the same. He's a, yeah, he's does, he's a, yeah, he's a good actor. Um, good. But... Um, I uh, you must have found this when you had you know you both 
have children, but I've not really watched a film in a, like 11 months since you, my daughter was born. You don't when they're babies. You don't, but you will. I've only started this year watching films, to be honest. Yeah. You don't, yeah, You and you spend a lot of time watching children's films. I think Peppa Pig was like the yeah. soundtrack and backdrop to my life for about I used five. to watch Balamori a lot. <gasps> What's the story? That wasn't that bad story? though. I didn't mind. Like, no. It. Have you have you either of you seen Hey Dougie? Yeah. It's an absolute belter. I love it. It's really Dougie. good. It's really funny and really like what it's it's really really watchable as a grown up. Do you watch it when Twilight's in bed, yeah? Oh yeah, I mean I've got it on my phone on Netflix. I watch it on the train. <laughs> that happens. Sometimes the TV will be on for the children and then they go off and you're just sat you're just watching, watching play school. Glued to it. Play school. <laughs> Learning how to make a fucking plate with some pasta stuff. I remember once going downstairs and just seeing my my dad was just on his own in the room watching Mr. Tumble and he just turned around to me and went, This guy's really talented. Like, <laughs> What's his name? Justin, isn't it? Mr. Tumble. Yeah, Justin's house, but he was doing the um, I thought I, I was find him hard work plays... as an adult to watch. I think I'm a bit like, yeah. all right, mate, we get it. <laughs> but he was doing I th- he was doing that show where he does all the different characters and I think my dad thought because it's so like something from the 1970s that you used to watch on ITV2 yeah, yeah, I think yeah, my dad yeah. was like finally yeah, yeah, show, yeah. Show <laughs> get this on primetime television 7pm on Saturdays <laughs> it's um that guy he's apparently like he's yeah he's won loads of awards that guy for like he created a sort of type of sign language for young children. and like, He's a very yeah. talented no. man. Hello! Yeah, hello! But What's he um he name? also yeah. makes some absolute cheddar off that. Like, you know, yeah. them children's TV people tour to, like, arenas and shit, man. It is yeah. unbelievable. We're in the wrong you know, game, um, guys. <laughs> Talking about serial killers. We need to sort <laughs> this shit out. You know, um, Andy from... See, Sorry, I was just distracted. You've by seen the, the size of Julian's bottle. Yeah, up. it does happen. Guess Julian's spot. just picked up a keg. <laughs> it's my two liters a day. <laughs> just there's like normal size bottles, and then you you look like a borrower in comparison yeah. to your bottle. He's just stolen it from a normal person's house. It's enormous. Um, Andy okay. from CBBS. Yes, Andy and Peters. He, not Andy Peters. No, no, no. What's his name? Andy? Is he the shaggy he does Andy's, guy? Yeah, he does. He's really, Andy's yeah, he's really likable and nice. Yeah, yeah. But he, I, I was reading an interview with him in my daughter's CBB's magazine. <laughs> but he was like, they were like, <laughs> I know, really high front. Just, I was just having a bit of a bit of me time. I'm justified. Uh, you love it. It's fine. <laughs> and then they were like, "What's the most common? What's the most um, common question you get asked?" And he was like. Am I related to Fatima Whitbread? And now I can't unsee it. He looks so he, looks he does look exactly so much like, like her. her. Oh my god! Yeah, that is that is very good. Um, and they're not related, but he does no. look exactly like her. His surname's Whitbread, is it? No, no. But oh, he looks. Look, exactly he's got, they've like got the him. same face. No. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I don't know who he is. He's a, he's like the sort of face of CBeebies of the last few years. I've realised that if people listening don't watch CBeebies, this is all a bit redundant. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not Google sure it. I think Google if anyone it. listening doesn't this is watch serial killer documentaries, um, hey, <laughs> thrillers, or CBeebies, they've had nothing this episode. <laughs> it's been one of them ones where they're like, "All right, I'll get through this episode. The next one will be something for me." But. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's free, mate. It's free, guys. What do you fucking want? You like? I don't, who, who are you? I don't last know time you. I was on. We'll just <laughs> no get through this episode. <laughs> the next one will be better. No, no, I don't mean like that. I mean, you know, some episodes. <laughs> next got, the people will be like nagging listeners. I've been really resonated listeners. with them. Some episodes they're like, I just sat back and listened to three people talk. But you know, yeah. I'm just telling them that is what spiders. You, that is what, we talk what quite a lot about. Are spiders. we talk about spiders? A spider, um, funnily enough, um, I saw a spider in this room for the first time since I've been here. So and, we're um, moving out tomorrow. <laughs> so I went to, it was a wolf spider. It was quite a big thing. So I went to pick it up with a tissue and put it outside and it ran off. And I was like, oh shit, it's going to be like under my bed. But I went outside um, and I felt it in my shoe. And so I took my shoe off and tipped it out on the put pavement. It in the bin. Good put a whole shoe in the bin and just went out <laughs> with one shoe for the rest of the day. <laughs> and so have you just moved into a new flat, Julian? Um, I've been here about a year, um, over a year, nearly it's very nicely two. decorated. Oh, really? I did all that myself. Are you reading the, is that The Psychopath Test by John Ronson? Yeah. That's a good book. I've not, I bought it the other day and... Um, Decided to place it there. Yeah. What if I pulled it? It was really tiny. But um, <laughs> <laughs> my little mini guitar, <laughs> little violin, a little plant on your shoulder, just to get that off, put it down. <laughs> I move over there, the plant goes with me. Um, I've not. I, I I've only read a few pages. It's I very find it good. hard to sit and read a book. I took my. Um, I borrowed somebody's ADHD medication the other day and took a tablet. Just to see how it would affect me. I was fucking so. We strongly advise to the listeners not up. to do this. And then I went downstairs it probably takes to the post. a couple of weeks, though, doesn't yeah. it? To kind now, of these ones are stimulant. Like they work straight away. You do it in the morning and it's you're good for the day. And I was fucking buzzing. I was anxious. I really. It was horrible. I went down to take something off the postman. And I just felt all anxious even interacting with him. (laughs) Put a nut on him, mate. It just ran off. I felt like I was, I I haven't done like drugs for years. I felt like I was on a bit of coke. (laughs) Open the door to the postman. And the postman's like, here's your parcel. Do I know you? (laughs) Do I know you, though? (laughs) I got his number. No, but um, yeah, it was horrible stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Um, giving kids that. Yeah, no, I think probably it takes a few weeks for it to get into your system and get regulated. Yeah, I ain't going to do another one. I throw them away. Yeah. How many had you taken? Just done one day? Just one, yeah. But I properly, I was like properly anxious. Yes, no, it doesn't sound like it's the medication for you, to be honest. Maybe go to a doctor rather than your mate. I'm going to try a different different one. The Um, thing is, you go to a doctor, it just takes so long to get like... It does, but also you do get the actual medication that you need rather than just going on some potluck journey. I think the doctors are guess... It's all guesswork anyway. I I know, but it's an an educated guess. You know, I'd rather an educated guess than just my... I know what my mates are like. They're just fucking... Yeah, take this, it will sort you out. Next thing I know, I'm fucking face down in the gutter. Exactly. We need to wrap it up in a sec because Esther's got to go and do it. Oh, yeah. It's 25 past 12, Esther. I've got to yeah. go do my gig. Um, afternoon afternoon Zoom gigs. It's the future. Afternoon. Oh, it's, it's I don't, I don't mind them. I think they're quite nice. You I feel like, like them, man. You get them out of the way and you're done. You're like, oh, that was fun. I've yeah. done some work I'll today. For, you feel I'll productive. go for a run afterwards. Yeah. There we go. Just to clear, that, a clear the air after how bad it goes. Um, <laughs> yeah, afterwards <laughs> I'll go for a run and then just watch a really boring <laughs> just go, just go for a run into the sea. 
<laughs> straight ahead. <laughs> you said that to me after that gig we did in that car park. <laughs> you were like, I was like, right, and I just put my coat on. You were like, you're just going to walk now straight into the forest, <laughs> never to be seen again. It's like, didn't enjoy that. And it was like, right, she's off. She's walking straight off. Uh, um, but anyway, good to see you as always. And Jay. And um, thanks for yeah. joining us. And no, people can find. So, what you do? You do a podcast called. I've got. Uh, we've got two podcasts. I've got a podcast which I do called No Nation, which is now in the second series of No Class, which I've and been then on. And it's really you've been on No Nation, and, um, and you should both come and do No Class. Um, and <laughs> yes. Can't I do No Nation? <laughs> you can't do No Nation, but you can do No Why? Class, and then. And then uh, the other podcast. What's the fucking question? <laughs> you've got, it's basically uh, it's about if you've got immigrant parents. Oh, I was only born in Australia. Don't worry about it. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, but not. <laughs> How much really does aggressive. it pay? It's, it's really aggressive. Are you still on your medication? Yeah, I fucking am. <laughs> Do I know? Do I know do I you? Know you? <laughs> um, and the other one is ghastly women. Ghastly so, women. Yeah. I've we just talk about women who've done horrible, horrible women. Yeah. Well, we yeah. don't have guests on that one, so. Oh. But you can come on the other one. <laughs> Julian we'll just wants to come that. on anyway. He won't say anything. He'll just sit there watching you two talk. <laughs> just stare. <laughs> My baby. Oh, God. <laughs> it is the worst word. The worst Never word. say that to anyone. I like it. It's oh, gross, God. unless you're talking to an actual baby. Uh, yeah. r- right. Have fun at your gig. <laughs> Have a great gig. You're going to do great. Visualize it. Visualize. (laughs) Just see see the time ticking down and the money going into your bank. (laughs) How we all do it. Um, Right. Take it easy. Take care. Bye.